Welcome back to Podcast 66 of 2023. I'm your host, Kiev O'Neill. You can follow me on Twitter at OBKiev. Follow us at The Ozbreakers and follow us on social media slash The Ozbreakers. This episode is being brought to you by this season for the best football contests throughout all of the land. Please visit www.thesn.com slash OB. Sign up for current and future football contests and all sports throughout the years. If you want to support the Ozbreakers and benefit from our premium plays, please visit theozbreakers.com, click shop, and become a member. Pick any of our winning cappers to get their premium plays before the line moves. You can also support us on patreon.com, and if nothing else, please visit the Ozbreakers and become a free picks and telegram subscriber. We have a great show for you today on our third podcast this week, because Mr. Sean Higgs is coming on from Midday Money. Uh, Sean's a great guy. He's been on our shows before. He just absolutely crushed it last year in the NFL. So I'm super excited to talk to Sean about this NFL slate week three. Before Sean comes on, just want to remind you all that you can get our membership for $50 off any monthly membership or package by using the promo code FOOTBALL23. All support is definitely appreciated. I also want to remind everyone to follow my free play every Friday, Friday freebies, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. We are two and one right now in college football free plays on Friday. We're going to sprinkle in some NFL as well, but right now uh, we have a massive slate in college football as we just went over on our previous show with Joey. So hopefully you got something from that. You can follow us on Twitter at myself, OBKiev, for live free plays. I'm like six and one or something in live free plays right now. Uh, I'm going to start doing it for my personal Twitter rather than the group, the Odds Breakers Twitter uh, at OBKiev, in case you don't follow me there. But uh, we're going to be available all weekend watching games. And if you have any questions about a game or want to make any comments, feel free to tag us or tweet at us at the Odds Breakers at OBKiev. All right, without further ado, let's talk some NFL Week 3 slate with our wonderful guest, Mr. Sean Higgs. All right, now I'm very excited to welcome a wonderful handicapper in Sean Higgs from winningfreepicks.com and Midday Money. You can follow Sean on Twitter at Mr. Sean Higgs. Sean, we have two weeks behind us in the NFL, couple data points. How the heck are you doing these days? How's the season going for you? Pretty good. Good to see you again. Usually I see you sometimes during the college hoop season with Kyle and stuff. So it's yeah. good to talk a little NFL, oh, yeah. which of course I, I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I, you know, it's it's funny. It's like it's the end of basically September already. And we're going to wake up. It's Christmas. It's bowl games. And then you're going to be like, wow, I can't believe it's March Madness. Where's football? <laughs> it goes so fast, Kev. You know, it's, it's like when you have like kids. They're like, oh, it goes fast. Next thing you know, your kid's driving. You're like, what? I remember changing your diaper. It's like, <laughs> it's just. Like we're out of, really. We're this is it. We got a week left in September. It's yeah. going so fast. Go so fast. It's weird. Te- teams like Notre Dame are a quarter through their schedule, man. And so I think that's yeah. absolutely <laughs> insane right now. Thanks, Jesse, smashing the like button. Uh, always a good guy, Jesse. Love following his stuff. So uh, yeah, man, we got a massive slate 
coming up here in the NFL because there's no bye weeks yet. We have every game. Every single team is yep. playing. So we have a lot to talk about here. But like I always say, if we don't have much to say on it, we'll say our piece and pass. And uh, But before we get into the slate of games, I uh, want to ask you, which NFL team is a bit underrated right now? Maybe a buy low type situation that might have some value. Kind of, kind of like, not necessarily in, like now, but like, you know, the next week or two. Uh, you know, for me, there's one team that I really like coming in as like a team that nobody's gonna look at, and that was the uh, Packers. And I've had them the last two weeks. I got them again this week. It's just a team, and and you know, I'm not afraid to say crazy stuff. This is a team that <laughs> Rodgers goes. I think it's just a giant weight off their back. Everybody has like a chip on their own shoulders to be like, we weren't like the Rogerettes. Like no one's giving us a shot. You know, okay, Love's basically a rookie, right? He didn't really have much action, but he was in the system. He, he's practiced it for years. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, bad bad uh, ending to the game. It could be 2-0, but I don't know. I got this team to win in North. I think they're a, a, a good team. Decent coach, solid defense, the offense there. Again, you know, a couple injuries out of the gate, but that is all teams, let's be honest. But my favorite underrated kind of under-the-radar team is – uh, Green Bay by far. That was my team coming in, uh, and I'm I'm with me. And then I can throw Tampa Bay in that as well. But for mm. all intents and purposes, Green Bay. I got a, I got a ten to one South ticket on Tampa as well. But Ooh. underrated kind of stuff. These are my my uh, two. Green Bay obviously my number one. Uh, Green Bay only only a one point favorite here, and we'll get into that game against the Saints. No disagreement there. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers was a distraction. As a Bears fan, I always used to give that crap to my Packer friends. But to be honest with you, I always kind of thought, yeah, the dude, uh, the, the locker room, it, he, they always, the players always get blamed. It was never Aaron Rodgers. And that had to just wear on people, just like seriously yep. here. Uh, and, and now it's a fresh situation where they're kind of past all that drama. It's almost like a big weight off their shoulders, you know? And exactly. And, and, and that's just a great way to look at it. So yeah, I'm, I, I'm, you I, drop a pass. You're never gonna get the ball again. That game. Yeah, like yeah. You, you mess up. Uh, the field's slippery, you slide, and then, oh, that's it. Oh, you're not where you're supposed to be, and I look bad, forget it. I'm not throwing to you anymore. Like, that's the way that guy was. You know, and that's and that's exactly it right there. It's uh, a completely different team, and and, and they're get to, they got to fly under the radar for once and not have all the hype and the huge expectations yeah. showing up. It's almost, like, refreshing for them. I, I might have a little something for you on that game or for the, for the listeners out there uh, as soon as we get to that one, but I have no disagreement on that one, and... I'll stick with one that, um, well, actually, you know, one of mine was the Washington Commanders, but they already did me well the last two weeks. So I'm, I'm wondering if that uh, line's still a little bit small. So they were definitely one for me. Uh, everyone seems to be on Detroit this year, so I wasn't really that person. I think they're a good team, but they certainly had some issues that they showed on last year. I'm going to go with the Steelers a little bit. Now, they looked awful. The last two games, but you got to understand they played the two monster defenses. Uh, Cleveland's yeah. defense is fantastic. They still found a way to win, but the Steelers always start slow, and then they kind of move up and up as the year goes. I don't know why that is. Uh, it's just a Mike Tomlin thing, I think. But um, I think the Steelers pretty soon might have some value this week, and I find it a little strange that they're two-and-a-half-point dogs against the Raiders, but we'll get into that uh, game as well. But what about an, an overrated team, Sean? that uh, we might find some value fading them over the next two weeks. 
I you know, and I got a I got a couple here for this. Like, let's start off with like Jacksonville and the Lions. You mentioned the Lions. A lot of the preseason hype on the Lions and like the Jaguars. Like, these guys are going to be really good, right? That's the kind of hype on these two kind of squads. So those I kind of lumped those in over hyped because of the perception that they are. And that's just for what they are. It doesn't mean I'm going against them every week or taking them or not. But those are kind of two teams I think they generally got overhyped coming into the season. You mentioned Washington. And I want to throw kind of like a, a Atlanta and Tampa Bank as, as teams of kind of overhyped, kind of underrated. Like, are they for real? We talked about like the Washington. It's a six and a half. And again, I'm a, I'm a guy when I see six and a half with a, a team like Buffalo or, or the Cowboys or Niners, like I'm automatically like I'm going on the dog no matter what. That's like an auto kind of play for me where the average person nowadays, like the, the folks, there are a lot of fantasy players into betting just think, oh, Josh Allen. Oh, it's Josh Allen. It's he's gonna throw five to like I, I think it's a good number six and a half there for for Washington. Mm-hmm. I mean, they looked bad in week one. And I gotta tell you, I had Denver week two. I thought Denver they, they kind of blew that game against the Raiders. Onside kick to start the game. They're up 16-10. They can't do anything. And Washington comes on strong. Maybe they're a real team. And I I thought Ron Rivera would be like going out the door. But I, you know, ha- nice little uh yeah, run for it. I, I mean, I, I that's a team again. It could be overrated, like not for the fact that they're getting six and a half, but that number says that they got a little bit of respect there. Like, no, why isn't that a seven and a half with Buffalo? You saw mm-hmm. Buffalo roar like they were supposed to. Right, big win. What were we expecting on Washington with Sam Howell and basically a lame duck coach with with the the, the team being sold in this guy? Right, I mean, and you yeah. got a a big twenty one three. They could start mailing in a season. In, in week two, when they're down twenty one three on a road. Oh no they doubt, did. no doubt. They, you know, like so. That's a that's an interesting one there for me. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I'm gl- I'm over their win total at six and a half, and I heard everybody against it hated uh, B enemy and uh, Rivera's on his way out and blah blah blah, and their quarterback's not proven. I, I was I was on the opposite. I took the win total over, but I had to hear about it all summer. Now I'm starting to more. Now I'm starting to feel a little bit better about that. So you know, I think that. They can't. Hey, you they you can't. got two in your pocket in September. You're looking good. <laughs> got two in my pocket right now. And obviously, this one would. Uh, I almost don't even need to play this team. This one because uh, obviously, this would really help my season win total getting by that Buffalo. Oh, yeah. But uh, there's still still a lot of football left, and I just thought that Revere is a kind of coach that when he does good, when he's overlooked. So you know that is a very interesting yes. team. Um, I, Denver. And even Howell, you meant to say Howell. This guy <laughs> before he was drafted. He- he was like the top dog coming in. He was supposed to be like the number one pick, and he yeah. had a bad year, and then he slips, and then. But yeah. where was he last year? Why didn't they play him all last year? Like now you play him because, again, he's on his way out. Let's be honest, he's on his way out. He's not going to be there with the new owner. Yeah, so they stuck the with Wentz. Stuck with Wentz too long last year. It's like how do you not see this? Yeah, because because when Sam Howell was great, he had good receivers, and he lost everybody in North Carolina. Yep. They all left to the NFL. Yep. Every receiver, every running back, you know, offensive line. And yep. and then he was stuck with nothing, and you know, he wasn't terrible. It's like you have to understand what this man lost. And uh, the guy that was going to be the first or second pick in the draft from when he was a freshman all of a sudden dropped this much. So, no, I love uh, that comeback he made against Denver. I watched that game, and he really? was fantastic. I could not believe the passes he was throwing in and getting by. And he does have some receivers there as well. So a um, few little injuries there. I think their tight ends banged up. But um, uh, this is one I'm definitely going to consider with that one. I'm going to go with an overrated team here. And, uh, oh, God, there's they're, they're, like you said, there's just there's a few of them out there, man. And um, I, I think 
even though they're laying a ton against the Bears, the Chiefs are a little overrated this year, man. I, Jacksonville f- f- just yes. completely screwed up twice in the red zone. That should have been a cover last week, and I'm I'm disappointed about it, man. It's like uh, you know, it was a it was a play for me in the circuit and everything, and um, I, I thought to myself. God, if they can just punch one of those in, you, you get a push at least. You know, it's one yeah. of those situations. And, and uh, I, they also made some really weird mistakes when they were, I believe they were up three to zip and they went for it in the, in the 50 and fourth and long. I was like, wait a minute. It's, it's like you're when you're when you're winning, you're going to do it that early. I think later in the game, analytically, you do it, but not in that point, spot, man. Nah, you make the other guy make a play. You never know. Yeah. It, he, it, he makes it and then all of a sudden it's a, uh... A pass interference penalty, and you're on the 35, and you get now. Now you're up 10 nothing or something. So you never know. Yeah, 10 nothing against the Chiefs ain't nothing in the first quarter. I'll be 10 nothing. <laughs> 10 nothing later is you know, and so uh, it's almost like uh, daring Mahomes to be great. That that one can be debated, but uh, yeah, I think the Chiefs are slightly overrated. I also think that uh, the Saints are a little bit overrated, and I hate to say it, I'm on the Falcons uh, for. Uh, they're making the playoffs plus 180, and maybe they still do. They have an easy schedule, but I think they're a little bit overrated too. So what, I really like your play on Tampa right now at plus uh, 10 to 1. I think that's a, a really good play. And, and you know, someone in the midday money, someone brought up like the Saints schedule, and I dug into it. I'm like, wow, it's because you're facing a Carolina rookie quarterback. Atlanta's basically a rookie quarterback, and mm. nobody likes Baker Mayfield. You, you, you think you have the best quarterback and probably, probably the best defense. I mean, Allen's a defensive coach, and – I get the Saints and even Atlanta. You look at the Atlanta schedule, like wow, these guys could win some games. But you you, you dive into that, uh, like fifteen or seventeen or eighteen games, they're all like one or two. Either way, they're a one point dog. They're a one point favorite. They're two. Every game is a coin flip for them. Absolutely, for Atlanta. I, I agree. Like, every and game, I like yep. I like the Bijan. Excellent people. Are like, oh, you don't need a running back. No, you need a running back when you got a second year uh, quarterback and a. And a Young wide receiver, that's good. Go with a bunch. Take a playmaker. That's what you need to take the pressure off a young guy, so he's not getting uh, assaulted behind the line of scrimmage every play. Yeah, one hundred. I, I like it, but you know, eh, let's see how it plays out. Although I think the coach is definitely on the hot seat, though. Like he's got a. You need. I think he needs seven or eight wins this year, personally. He does. He's got to show a. You know, you, you got Pitt. You got London. You know. Pitts, London, Bijan, you got you got some playmakers there. Let's, yeah. let's you should be able to put the points on the board. Exactly, one hundred percent. Well, let's move on to the games then, and we can touch on the tonight's game. Uh, the New York Giants against the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are minus ten and a half. The total on this baby is forty three point five. My man, why don't you start off and tell us if you have a play on this one? Yeah, I got the over in this one, and. Uh, I thought I was looking good early because it was at 43. Then I saw it like tick up a little bit to like the 44, 45 range. And I still like it. It's a short week. San Fran kind of played a whole home game last week, gave up some points. Although maybe maybe the Rams are for real with that offense. Maybe maybe that's a real offense. I, I didn't think it was going to be. I thought it would be like a 40 to like 20 kind of game. Maybe they're – well, we'll talk about them in them. You know, they'll, they'll be at the end of the show. Is there a Monday night game? Uh, but, again, short week. We saw the Giants put up some offense – have no defense. I mean, if if you uh, and I had the Giants. Giants were my favorite player last week, and that's coming from a guy who's a Cowboy fan and just absolutely hates the Giants with a passion. But you get embarrassed on TV. Everything went wrong. Could go wrong. I thought you had a better coach, and you come out and play like that out of the gate. Oh my goodness! Uh, but here, just give me the over. I think San Fran's going to score thirty-seven. I think their team 
Totals 27 and a half, 28 points. I'd go over that. I think even on a short week, I think a, a Uke might be hurt. I do not care. I think it's going to be like 37, 16, something along those lines. I think Niners put up a bunch of points. No disagreement there. Uh, Niners should be able to put up some points. I think the weather's looking okay, too. Uh, I got a prop play on this. I'm going to be releasing it on TikTok. But now that you're here, Sean, I might as well talk about it. <laughs> uh, Elijah Mitchell to go over 29.5 rushing yards. You know, I love that play. I think they're going to be leading, like you said, in the fourth quarter. And Christian McCaffrey had a massive workload last week. You know, they're going to have to start yeah. pounding some other people. Elijah Mitchell, 27. When, when, the, when the Giants looked so bad against the run against Connor last week, when the Giants are 27th in rush EPA on defense, hell yeah, man. This is a, a nice play, I think, 29.5. Uh, you can get that yeah. in many books right now. It's still there. So uh, I like so that one. I think McCaffrey to go over 100 yards, I think, was plus money too as well. Yeah, I think it's his number for rushing is in the 70s. Uh, that's juice to the over, so it'd probably be you know even a little bit. If you're talking about uh, passes and receptions and, and receiving yards, then, then it was no. So someone posted it was like 100 plus rushing yards for like plus 180 or something. But I could see him just busting one for like 65. And how is he not gonna go over 100 yards rushing? No, you that, know, I mean, he could have two runs for 120 yards against this team. Oh, for you sure. <laughs> if, for sure. He's uh, just rushing yards, 77 and a half minus 135 to the over. So you can possibly get an alt line. There's places where you can buy player props and move the line. Yeah. Yeah. If you think that 80 yeah. 80 would be more like, you know, the minus 105 type situation. If, that, I, if I hate that. saying things are, are easy, Kia, but that one, I mean, <laughs> McCaffrey to have a big game, you know, rushing. I'd go over. And you see Elijah Mitchell right here at 29 and a half. Yeah. So we both like that's the r- rushing here. So that's interesting. Yes. All right. Good stuff. Let's move on to the next game. Then we have the Atlanta Falcons versus the Detroit Lions. Detroit now is minus three and the total is uh, 46 uh, minus 120 to Detroit's minus three. So you have about 10 cents of juice on that. Uh, I'm going to start here. I didn't make a play on Detroit right now. Um I think Detroit's a team where you can never lay three and a half. And I paid for it myself last week. I just thought that uh, I was a sucker and I, and I took uh, Seattle and I made a sucker bet on it. And I, you know, I admit it. Uh, I'm not perfect. I, I do make those snakes from now time to time, but I, we are doing great in the NFL so far. And uh, I'm happy that uh, I realized it because the re- that defense is still not good for Detroit. And they, they get prone when they, they get a little nervous and, when the, the game's like shootout, you know, you see Jared Goff throwing that pick six and that rooted for him. Um, but at the same time, uh, at three, I think this is probably lined pretty close to where it should be. I think I have it at three and a half myself. Uh, that's why I'm so close, but I'm not there. Uh, Atlanta's problem is this, and this is why it might be a good live bang situation. I don't think they can catch up with Desmond Ritter. If something happens and they throw a pick sticks or fumble it and Detroit's up 14 zip, 10 to zip, I don't see how Atlanta's going to throw their way into it. Now, maybe if it's early enough, they can still run the ball and still get that down for uh, get that score down a little bit. But um, especially if you're like sitting, sitting in the second half here and it's, you know, Detroit with a lead here, I just don't see Atlanta coming back. And I think they're a play from ahead type team. What are your thoughts on this? Yeah. Yeah, well, one, I was with you on the Detroit last week in Seattle. And okay. that was more like I thought uh, the line would go up based on people thinking, wow, Detroit lost to KC or BKC, and they even played our best game. So it could be, a, you know, imagine if we play a good game. Seattle lost a couple. They were banged up on the line. I figured, all right, Seattle. 
or excuse me, Detroit should come out and win this game. And even this week, I got to tell you, I got to, I got Detroit at a four and a half early, so I, I'm an early kind of better. Totally bad number, and obviously we got a little some injuries piling up here. But I, I don't. To me, if I'm going to win this, I don't think I'm going to win the game by four if it goes three and a half. I think it's a ten point game. It's not the you know like anything. The point spread yeah. doesn't come into play. It shouldn't come down to a half point, one point. I got a favorite. It's got to win by two touchdowns. The dog's going to win outright. I uh, I agree. You have okay. a basically a rookie on the road. I'm not, uh, and it's a pickup. Let's be honest. A three. That's a field goal. That's a home field. That's a pickup kind of play. I'm going to go with Detroit. Okay, get it done. They've been sloppy their last two weeks. Uh, beat a beat a young team. You know, if you're supposed to be this good, Detroit, and it's right there. Oh, Detroit's going to the playoffs. They're really good. Beat a beat a young team who hasn't done anything in years. Take care of business here at home. If you want a little, a little extra juice on that, Carl Sheffers is the official who is a big home field official here for this game. So that certainly helps Detroit. Uh, let's move on to the next one then. Uh, and I'm with you. I might I might get there. I'm going to wait to see if this I can get a better three. But, hey, hey, I'll probably be with you as well and not worry as much about the spread in a game like this. Let's move on to the next one. We have the Buffalo Bills versus the Washington Commanders. And we kind of alluded to this. And I think you already showed us your hand, my friend. Uh, you're taking the commies? Yeah, I'll take the – I mean, again, I'm not – I for a game like this, I see a six and a half, and all I hear and in my my head, although it's a giant head with a pea-sized brain rolling down a twelve-lane highway, it's they just have to win by a touchdown. You know, that's all I keep thinking. Oh man, I could just hear people on their little Discord just oh, they just got to win by a touchdown. Are you kidding me? It's Josh Allen. What are you? T- this is look at this team. Look at this offense. You see him last week? They put up a third. I can't do that. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go ugly. I'll hold my nose and, and, and take and take Washington here at six and a half. A little early for stats, but Washington on the, against the run is looking a little bit better than Buffalo right now in rush EPA. Um, you know, drop back is probably more favoring to Buffalo, I would assume, even after that first awful game that Buffalo did play. Yeah, Buffalo's number seventh in against the pass and, and I, drop back, and uh, Washington's 13. That stuff, Josh Allen has taken a step back the last year and a half without his, you know, Mm. Coach left. He went to the Giants. You saw Daniel Jones kind of like take huge leaps and bounds last year. Josh Allen's still running like it's like a five on one. It's a one on five fast break. He's trying to do everything. You know, I can't trust him in this number. Yeah, I can't either. There's, I, there's no way I'm, I'm betting Buffalo again. Buffalo also has been in choke mode, uh, starting their prevent a little too early in games and letting teams back in the game. I think you shouldn't be doing prevent until there's four to six minutes left and they're doing the stuff in the third quarter. And, you might have and, some weather in this game too, I hear. It might be a little storm rolling in. You know, I would have bet the over and uh, and I looked at the weather. So I, I decided to stay off it, but I was looking towards the over in this game until the weather kind of stopped me here and I can pull up the uh, a little bit of the weather here to kind of show everybody. I think, it, you know, this is just one site. I look at weather at multiple sites here. But Washington, it says chance of rain showers, 67, uh, 13 yeah. mile per hour winds. So that hurts. Uh, you know, that's that's the big thing. It's an outdoor stadium. Don't even worry about yep. the stuff that shows indoor here. But uh, yeah, 13 mile per hour winds worries me just as much as the rain right here. So uh, this would make the ground game that much more important. And uh, you know what, Buffalo does not have 
a ground game, my friend. Uh, so, uh, and, and it's just Josh Allen. That's the way they rack up yards. So if Washington just can spy him and not let Josh Allen kill him and not be afraid of, get, of the pass, and that wind is hauling, Washington would be a wonderful side to have uh, coming to kickoff. Let's move on to the next game. And we have the Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins. Miami's minus six and a half. The total is uh, 48. So so this is a team I was almost going to mention that might be a little underrated right now. Now, let's face it. Uh, Denver, look, it was a massive choke. But they still got up by three touchdowns to Washington. They still yes. got up. And, and they still... Um, we're beating the Raiders for a while and just choked it away. It's like it's like the tale of two halves. It was a bad second half the first week and a bad first half. They yep. got to pull it together. But you still have a g- big names on this defense. You still have a big name coach in Peyton, and this is just a terrible spot for Miami. You know, coming in yep. be- beating their division rival, and guess who they have on deck there, Sean. The Buffalo Bills after this, so they go ahead, they beat their rival and the Patriots. Now they come on home. And they have to play the Denver Broncos here uh, after a road trip. Um, Denver would be the only side I look at in this game. And Miami's rush defense is absolute hot garbage right now. I've been watching Eckler run all over them. That wasn't the problem. It was the fact that they stayed ahead. All it takes is a few mistakes here and Denver's in this game possibly even a money line sprinkle on this situation. So I didn't bet it yet because I'm just thinking I might get a seven. Uh, I, I like Denver, and I'll probably be on Denver this game. I, I'm actually on Miami this game. Okay. And I know it's like you're coming off Sunday night, and everybody sees you play Sunday night, and uh, you, you alluded to the, to the Denver thing. I don't know if, the, you know, first, I mean, it's not like they've never played on the road before, but here they are. Road game, Miami, sticky, humid, rain. <laughs> I know, like, Waddles will bang. No, it's just going to be what Denver to me, like, they're turning into the Chargers of a team that just makes – well, they haven't made the – they're just not making plays. They're just making ridiculous blowing leads kind of stuff. But has Sean Payton turned into a guy who's just going to, like, make every bad call in the game? Right. Like, hey, let's try an onside kick. Let's is that what he is now? Like, <laughs> yeah, and, yes. <laughs> and I, I said to take Denver, and, and let me tell you, Kim, I, I said, and I got him. I got, uh, I got one around here somewhere. Uh, Denver to win the West ticket. Like I thought, Kansas City would kind of take a step back. Forget you know receivers, new coordinators. They just been really good, and they kind of play bend don't break all the time. They just get the playoffs. I was high on Denver this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they could easily be two and zero, but. No, they aren't doing, you know, <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, I'd rather take Miami here. And I did take Miami. I, I got Miami at a six. So, um, and again, the six and a halves, if, if it was open at a six and a half, I probably would have avoided it, you know, well, uh, all, t- all told. I wouldn't have taken Denver because of the old, oh, Miami by a touchdown. But I, I, I couldn't take Denver. It's Miami enough for me. Denver just seems like it's a team that's just finding bonehead nonsense like you start out 0 2 there's so much hype on you we got and I, I bought into it oh i got a new head coach the defense is still solid what could possibly go wrong i mean well here you are guys oh and two oh and two at home being the raiders i thought the raiders would win four games this year and then you let sam Howell come back on you a, a lame duck coach i mean i 
Talk about a circle. Talk about a must-win game for Denver. This is a huge game for Denver and mm-hmm. for Sean Payton. I mean, they're zero and three. They're going to be like up in arms up there. Right. Thank, they're just. I mean, thank God they got Colorado football up there because this Denver football is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, uh, I, I, I'm still on Denver for the reasons. Uh, I, Peyton could screw this up. They have to establish the run. They have to run it with Williams and Pre-Ryan, and uh, they have to get those yards, and Russell Wilson needs to run the ball a little bit too. He can't be making stupid decisions. Um, the problem is, is that Miami plays such a fast offense, and two is getting rid of the ball in like a, a second or two. It's like it, it, the speed of just getting rid of the ball has been fantastic, but um, that that'd be my worry because uh, – Miami goes up. When do they take off the gas? And I guess kind of going to the whole thing you said, they do have Buffalo on deck, and I, I used that for the uh, the UConn game you talked about before we got on the show here. Uh, I, I'm wondering if they could be looking ahead a little bit and just in the fourth quarter, and maybe that back door happens. That's always a possibility. I, I will say, though, Sean, my power ratings is not 6.5. My power ratings has Miami favored by 7.5, so I would have to go against my power ratings if I made this play, and it's never comfortable for me to do that. That's another reason why I didn't make it yet. I, I got to say, I, I swore at the beginning of the year, I said, I'm no, there's no way I'm taking Miami in any game this year because I got a quarterback who's a hit away from being out for six weeks with a concussion. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that is my if, – if something happens to this guy today, I feel I, I'm personally responsible for it. Because <laughs> I, really. Because I thought he should have not even playing football after last year when he got crushed like that. So I'm shocked. I, I'm like <laughs> – I'm, sh- I'm shocked, and that's why I took Miami season win total older. But unless he gets rocked, I'm probably going to lose that one. You know, and I'm not cheering for it. <laughs> he's a hit away from being out for five weeks. Yeah, yeah. I – it's unreal. All right. Well, let's move on to the next game. We got the Texans versus the Jaguars. The Jaguars are late eight and a half. The total is 44.5. Now, I mean, the only thing I'm going to say about this is the Jaguars look like crap last week, and the Texans uh, always look like crap. <laughs> uh, the Texans are in massive injury mode, and there's just too many questionable guys right yeah. now on the roster here. Now, if the Texans had a full team, Against the Jaguars, I think this would be a little too high, you know. But at the same time, I, I mean, if I had to bet today, I would take the Jaguars to cover. I wouldn't love it, but um, I, that's where I'm at, you know. I agree. I mean, this was a seven on the opener, seven and a half, I think. And then Texans play; they lose a bunch of guys. It jumps up. You're thinking over, right? Houston scores some garbage. Even last year with Mills quarterback, and they're good for 17 points in the third or fourth quarter. To- right punch games over the total so why not take the over here and play it safe i i, I do agree with the jacks although I, this is a game i do not have anything on one yeah. of the one of the few i don't have anything on in the game, <laughs> but i would lean on jags yeah jags in the over yeah and stroud's even a little bit banged up too his shoulders messed up so you can't trust I, that either i wanted i wanted uh mills or keenum to, to run this show here yeah i agree i you think know? they should have ran the show from the get-go he's throwing stroud you got a decent system. running back you got some guys it would be i think they'd be a little more successful i think i, t- I totally agree and you might see some if Ke- you're gonna keenum i gonna say if you're gonna throw out him like you got stroud young uh richardson I'm, you're gonna play these guys you can't take them out put them in there and if you're owen 15 you're owen 15 or whatever you you cannot take them out because that just will hurt their their feelings you know you can't do that yeah, like this you're either with is- me or 
or you're not. Take the growing pains. That's why I always hate to start them from the get-go, my man. It's just not the right move to do that. You put them in later because they, now you can't use the excuse, the media pressure, the kids' feelings, everything you just said. Now, they, they decided to bite the bullet and start them. That's their own problem. And guess who's also in the same thing? Bryce Young. And uh, Bryce yeah. Young, if he's not really hurt and they're just playing someone else at some, at some point, then he's going to know it. You know, he's, he'll know it. So, uh, yep. yeah, that does hurt. Uh, another terrible game, Colts versus Ravens. Ravens minus eight, total 44. Now, the Ravens, uh, you know, they're banged up and everything, but they're signing running backs left and right. And, uh, you know, they got it right against the Bengals, but it kind of puts them in a spot where, like, they just beat the Bengals. How much do they going to really uh, put forth effort here? I believe they're 2-0, right? The, the Ravens are 2-0? Yeah, they're 2-0. They play the Texans and the Bengals. So, um, it's just a spot where, you know, I can see – Garner Minshew being the better choice, uh, and it, yeah. he's probably going to play this game. And uh, uh, if Gardner Minshew's playing this game, I can see him covering it. You know, and if it's, uh, I, I agree. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I agree. I didn't. I didn't play this. I had the Colts in Week One. I'm thinking I had Minshew and Taylor. I'm pulling out an outright win over the Jaguars, and then all of a sudden I get no Taylor. I get a rookie quarterback. I'm like, what the heck happened here? But I'll I'll take the uh, the veteran here. Baltimore has has the Steelers on deck too. So there's that. <laughs> you know, and I saw Kyle, you know, Kyle post. Yeah, I know. Seriously, right? Jesse, like something happens. It's like, oh, my goodness. It's my fault. <laughs> it'll be your fault for sure. Jesse will be your accomplice, though. All right. Uh, but I, I saw Kyle post out the old. Is there trap games or trap lines or stuff like that? And I, I mean, that's such a, a weird like because everybody comes in like, no, there's no. It's not that it's a trap. It's just one of those lines. I, what is the, there's no word for it, Kiev. Like, it's just a spot in a schedule where you're like, you know what? I just don't like it for whatever reason. They have so-and-so on deck. It's a sandwich game against two division teams. You got a Colts team nobody's really high on. You got now their backups in. How do you not play the Colts? Everything screams take Baltimore. They should roll these guys, right? Oh, it's the Colts. Eh, I'll take the Colts. Yeah, I know. Lines smell. There's smelly lines, and they don't agree with numbers a lot. And uh, People call them trap lines, but – there's reason why that's lower, and it, just like you said, sandwich letdown, uh, distraction it's game, that, it's, you know, distractions. There's just uh, there's no good term for that because it's like oh, there's no such thing as because and of course like um, I think Jeffrey Betts came in like there's no such thing or somebody came in was like they're not trap. I I don't know what the word is, but there's there's got to be something in there that makes people like a dog in a spot. Right? Yeah, I mean it's always the dog. No one's ever said the trap line with a favorite. You know, it's always like you got to take the dog here. That line looks, it's too low or whatever. It's too, I, I don't know. It's it a Fugazi. Too low, right? <laughs> it's Fugazi lines. Well, you know, uh, I, it's it's almost like, it's not like the books are gambling against everybody. You know, they're they're trying to balance action. And, and, and that's why, like, I, yes. see, I see bookmakers say, what are you talking about, trap line? If I move this up to where you think it should be, it's going to get pounded. You know, it's yeah. like there's reasons why it's there. It's a home game. It's a night game for this team or something. Or it's a massive, you know, they played each other last year. They got embarrassed. Yet they have yeah. recruits. Like, I'm thinking of Kansas State, Missouri. I was on the wrong side of that one last week. But, uh, you know, it, it's just like that line didn't match up with anybody's numbers. And Missouri ended up yeah. winning it with a 61-yard field goal. It was absolutely so I was insane. on K-State, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. All right. Well, 61 yard, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, that, that should be. And the funny thing is, ESPN said he missed it. ESPN had up overtime because I was, I just had the <laughs> scoreboard up because I was doing stuff. And I'm like, all right, at least I get a shot in overtime here. And then all of a sudden, I get text, man, I can't believe the guy hit a 61 yarder. I'm like, tell me you missed it. <laughs> Freaking liars. 
Jesus. Uh. <laughs> Let's move on to the Chargers Vikings. Now, if you want to talk about a volatile game, <laughs> this is it, man. Here we go. I mean, a lot of people are saying this uh, This under is too low, too low, too low. But, man, whenever I hear that, I see a bunch of running in the first quarter and <laughs> freaking mistakes. And then you're at 9-6 to six by the time halftime happens, man. I've seen that way too many times. Um, not going to get on a trendy overplay. Uh, I will say that I considered the Vikings a little bit, and uh, a Vikings fan almost slapped me after I said that to him. I was asking him. That's a good better, too. But uh, he's like, he's like, tease any side. And uh, to be honest with you, high total tease, huh? Not, not, I mean, I understand it. But uh, I, I lean the Vikings because I think, you know, the, you can see the organization is trying to win. They got Acres coming now. Yeah. And, and uh, as bad as. Uh, you know, the Vikings coaches, seriously, Staley, he's worse probably. You know, it's, exactly. he's, he's going to screw it up some way. And uh, I just don't see – metrically when I look at it, there's no way that these, these teams should stop each other. I, I believe that Eckler will play for the Chargers, um, and they're just going to keep up in most cases. And you know, it's just going to come up to the last possession. I think I think Chargers first half, Vikings to win the game, you can get some of those props sometimes. That, yes. that that's an interesting look. You know what, what if you want to have some fun with it, uh that's that's all I have on that one, man. I I'm not playing the Vikings, but I I would lean to them slightly. I played mini at a minus 105 and uh Oh, that's a good price. You know, this team last year, right? We talked about ad nauseum. They caught every break in the book last year, and they start this year 0 2 because they didn't get one break. They all went against them. But you're home against a team that's as miserable as you. All kind of <laughs> like it's like Groundhog Day, where Bill Murray's walking off the the sidewalk, it steps into the giant pothole up to his knee in like icy, slushy water. Here come the Chargers. Like some, that's just what Minnesota needs—a team that's just as pathetic and, and can't do anything right. It's like a, a Three Stooges skit here. But give me Minnesota at all. Can't wait for the Three Stooges skit, my man. That's a, hopefully my fantasy team will benefit from this. Is all I got to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the now you know that game. You know this game's going to be twenty-three sixteen now. There yeah. Oh, uh, we yeah. It'll be our fault once again. There you go. Uh, Patriots versus Jets, and the Jets are two and a half point dogs. The total on this is a wonderful 36 and a half. Talk about going from the Vikings Chargers to the Patriots Jets. It's just hilarious. Uh, almost a 20 point difference in the total here. Seriously. Um, so I'm, I'll let you go first on this one. And I got a, a, a weird way of playing it, but well, it's not weird. Actually, it's a smart way of playing it, I think, but we'll see what you say. Well, I, I got New England on a minus one and a half and actually a minus 130 early. And for me, it's as bad as the Jets have been. You lost your quarterback. You rallied for a win. Then you go play a Dallas defense that gets turnovers versus everybody. How's your guy? I don't care if Ryan Rodgers is in there. You got to go there and, and you're down. You're throwing. Maybe he throws two interceptions too. So you can't. I'm not really mad at Wilson. What the Patriots at least have a quarterback who's not. He hasn't been successful, but he's won some games in this league. He, has an, he finally has an offensive coordinator, so he kind of knows what he's doing. You could argue that in week one they could have beat the Eagles. And last week they were – it was a tight kind of tough game. So as good as the Jets' defense is, I got a decent Patriot defense. I got a little better offense. And and I said this about the, the Jets game last week. I said if this game's close, 
or they're down a little bit, and all of a sudden there's a turnover, things go bad. And it was actually the running back, Cook, I think, fumbled to, to mm-hmm. kind of change the momentum in that game. The defense, if Russell comes out and throws a pick as opposed to a fumble this game, and it's 14 nothing or 13 nothing or 10 nothing, the defense is going to be like, they don't like this kid. So I could see them kind of throwing in a towel anyway. As, as crazy as that sounds, they've come out on, on social media and bashed their quarterback. So happy that he's not a quarterback. They have. Right? I mean, and what did he do? He went through three interceptions late in the game. It didn't make a difference. He's throwing it because they're down. I mean, how about the, de- the defense? Could you, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I don't think they like him. I think this, this could spiral really out of control for them. Give me the Patriots. I got a head coach who's, let's be honest, it's probably his last swing. So I'll, I'll take the Pats here. Although, and I believe it or not, I kind of like the over, although that was before I knew like a hurricane was coming to town or, or some kind of storm. But uh, give me the Patriots, better team. The Patriots, uh, chance of rain showers, uh, 62%, 16 mile per hour winds. Yeah, I'll take, I'll, I'll, uh, not take the over. (laughs) I will, uh, tease, I will tease the Jets. And this is going to be a part of another good teaser. The reason I like teasing the Jets here is because the, first of all, you got the low total. Uh, they're at home. They're, I don't don't expect them to win. I, I, I expect them to kind of, Keep it close, and uh, this could be a literally thirteen to nine, thirteen to ten type yep. game, uh, and and anything with teasing up to eight or ten points, yeah, yeah, eight and a half is what I'm teasing them with, and uh, I, I teased them with Baltimore, and that's going to be the refuse to lose teaser I'm giving out today. Uh, I, I teased them with Baltimore, and I just I, I, I'm a little worried about Menchu. I was kind of hoping Richardson was going to come back. But I still think Baltimore does get it done at home here. And the Colts have a lot of new players themselves. Yeah. Uh, Minshew's magical, but he's more magical at home. I, I think he's a little bit less on the road. And you can see uh, Baltimore's a little bit motivated. It's still, I, I mentioned letdown spots, but I always say it's a little early when you're talking week two, week three letdowns. I, I, say, yeah. I say it's not... We're not there yet, and uh, so I'll tease them with that. But there's other teaser legs you can you can throw them with Pittsburgh. You, you can throw them with uh, a, a couple of teams that are sitting around at the eight as well. So uh, uh, that's what I'm liking here. Let's move on to the next game, and going back to my Betfred odds screen, we have the Saint, uh, New Orleans Saints at the Green Bay Packers, and God, Betfred's only at minus one here, minus one fifteen. Uh, the money line's at minus one twenty five, and um. I made a play on this, and I'm pretty sure you're with me. I, I took the Packers. I took them actually on the money line at minus, yes. minus 125 here. It was a very probably my largest play of the week here. Uh, I even made it a, a a pretty big play. At least three stars I made it. I can't remember. I'll pull it up later. But um, I thought that that Falcons game was a little fugazi, if you want to say that word, because they didn't have Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones, guess what? He practiced today, yep. baby. I knew he was coming back. And guess who also practiced? Christian Watson, their best receiver. Well, you understand, this Packers team was competitive, whipping the Bears with a hurt Aaron Jones halfway through that game. And uh, they they could have won it against the Falcons at any point there. They had a tough time stopping the run. That's about it. And some of those uh, Arthur Smith plays and a lot of momentum. But now the Packers are at home here, sitting at one and yep. one, a game they should have lost. The Saints here, they haven't played anybody. They haven't looked that impressive to me. 
Uh, I thought they should have lost the Titans personally, and I do not like Dennis Allen. I think Matt LaFleur, just like we talk about, is kind of flying under the radar with some very good players. Love can yeah. just be a manager. He doesn't have to do anything special in this game. They're going to beat these Saints. Also, if you're worried about the Packers' run defense, it was the only thing I ever worry about. These Saints still don't have Kamara. Jamal Williams yeah. is banged up. I got to check the injury report today. I usually check it every single day, but I didn't uh, pull that team up yet. Uh, Jamal Williams, running back, questionable hamstring, didn't take part on Wednesday's walkthrough practice, so losing him is a little bit. Taysom Hill, limited participant in practice himself, which is the gadgety guy. Yeah, I don't see him winning this game at all. Uh, by the way, short week, baby. Take the Packers for yes. three stars. Yeah, short week, and I gave you my how much I like Green Bay anyway, so I'm with you. I'm not going right. to go any more deep into that. It's Give it a pack. Give I, I got to say, I'm, I'm impressed that you have all these – tabs open with StreamYard because I put like Twitter behind me and I get like freezes on my StreamYard. I can't even do it. Well, this is just one of my screen. My other screen has just as many tabs over with the StreamYard on. So get a, get a powerful computer, baby. That's what helps. <laughs> yeah, I got, but yeah, I got a simple because I was like, you know what? I don't need something really fancy. I just need, uh, you know, because normally I'm not using two videos at once. So. <laughs> Look at Jesse over here. I talk about Colorado. All the Colorado Bears must be broke. Oregon bet up to minus 21. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, the, the people that brought that up were the ones that lost money on Colorado, and they're probably going to lose more money this week after this. You know, I hate the fact, and I get into it with people in the chat like they're like, you think because you're taking points, like you hate Deion, has nothing to do with Deion Sanders, bro. It's the number. Yeah, it's the number. It's the number. It's, it's, not, it's not the personal against Deion Sanders. I yeah, I'm, I'm happy here because I don't have to hear about Alabama or Ohio State or Penn State or Georgia or USC. I get to hear, you know, but. Holy cow. Come on. <laughs> they were projected to win five games. He shipped out half the team. They went to three wins on the win on the season win total. Three and a half wins. Come on, folks. It's a, it's it's a, a point spread. It's, it's a point spread. It's not like I'm gonna I'm hoping for the guy's uh, family to be kicked out of their house or something. It's I'm taking the points. <laughs> it's way too many points, my friend. Um Let's go. Let's. Go. I, I, I said today. I think between Oregon, USC, the next two weeks, they're going to lose by like hundred points combined. I think oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> really? I mean, I, I, you'd be shocked if Oregon puts up fifty. And uh, short of a, a, a blizzard, what's USC going to drop on this team in Colorado by themselves? Fifty six, sixty three. That's possible. But um, I my number with the hunt with the uh, hunter injury, my number seventeen. So it, it went past, and I'm sorry, I, I did upgrade Colorado. This was 28 in, in August. This line was 28. Right, right. It, it was 28, then it was 14, and now it's 21. I mean, it's all over the yeah. freaking place. I that's went, fine. Uh, went, but that's for, Listen, I have it on Winifrey Picks. I got it at a uh, 14, actually a 15 and a half. So okay. I got it. I, came, I mean, you can't even put those games out on sites when you get lines like that. But, like, yeah, early numbers, you can't leave that at 15. I mean, every – I hate saying sharp or smart guys. That's an easy play. That's a no brainer. I right. mean, twenty even twenty one. I don't. They give up seven yards of rush versus TCU. I mean, you you barely won that game with two interceptions in the end zone. Four hundred yards to Colorado State. Who? How did they look against Washington State? Who's maybe what the fifth best team in the Pac twelve? Yeah. I, I, it, first of all, it was a weird rivalry type game and i thought colorado state did play out of their minds don't get me wrong i think yeah. that coach prime if he's not scoring they're gonna lose games but uh 
It, Shadur Sanders really showed some maturity to me, the way he handles his stuff. And the he fact looks that, good. Yeah, he looks smart. He looks poised. He doesn't celebrate. I, I, I like the way he does things. So, um, it's the I, defense. I'm telling you this. I'm, I'm not rushing to bet anything in this game, but I'll tell you this. It comes comes the time that game time. Uh, I think it's 1230 game. Um, winning my 9 o'clock games. Hmm. We'll see what happens, my friend. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's get back to the NFL. And thanks a lot, Jesse. Come on. <laughs> we have the Titans versus the Brownies. Uh, the Brownies minus three and a half plus 100. The total is 39 and a half. And uh, I'll show my hand. I, I took the Titans at three and a half. Um, I, I just thought that line was a little out of whack. And now the Browns signed Kareem Hunt. And that somehow moves it from three to four. Uh, forward's better than Kareem Hunt, man. I, I don't know why, what, what, what that should move the line back for. Here's my opinion on the Titans, Sean. Unless they're playing the top three teams, the Niners, the um, uh, uh, maybe the Cow- Cowboys, probably. Let's just say Cowboys. Niners, Cowboys, Chiefs, or Eagles, let's just say. Let's just be nice and make it four. They should be uh, minus three or plus three in every freaking game. Yes. They should never be over three unless it's four games. I took three and a half here. I can just easily see Tannehill backdooring this thing. I I, I do like look at lines on Sunday nights at halftime, and it was four and a half. I'm like, I I said, I want to take probably Tennessee here. Went down to four. I took it at four, and I was annoyed. And then, of course, you had the injury. This team just, like you said, they're in every single game. I don't care how ugly it is. And nobody likes uh, Tannehill or Hopkins or Henry. That's like the over-the-hill gang, you know, like an old Redskins team or something. <laughs> right. But they play defense, and the guy just, he's a gamer back there. And plus, and again, I had this on Monday before the game. You're playing Pittsburgh. A short week. You play the... How physical is it? The dude broke his leg. They, they broke the guy's leg. That's how physical it is. You know what I mean? Like, and then you have the Ravens on deck. And now you got Tennessee in between, a, a team that plays like they're an AFC North team that's just going to hammer you into the ground. Yeah. And Watson, he's he's still trying to find himself back there a little bit. But, I mean, he's still kind of fresh. He's You know, he's got, what, a couple games under his belt last year. This year he played in a, a monsoon, and then he played against the Steeler defense. Yeah, good luck with that. I mean. And here comes Tennessee to, to smack them around. Yeah. Get, get any points you can here. Take the points. Probably an under as well. Oh, yeah. What's the total sure. on this one? Uh, the total, let me go back to the screen, is uh, 42. 42? Oh, no, wait, sorry. Sorry, wow. 39.5. 39.5. I was say 42. I was like, I'm going to jump on that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I would have. Right, yeah, for sure, under. Uh, no, Carolina, uh, the next game, Carolina Seahawks, uh, is 42. And the total... And the number is six and a half minus six and a half on the Seahawks. I th- I'm gonna let you go first. I'm, I'm thinking you're thinking a lot of the same stuff I am, though. So you go first. All right. And- so this is all right. So I got Seattle at a three and a at a three actually, and a four and a half. I got this. So obviously, who's Young's out? I guess. What's going on? How? Why is this line move two points, three points? Yeah, well, I, yeah uh, I, I got four and a half too. <laughs> all right. So interesting there. And we said this about Atlanta. I'm taking a team short week cross country flight. Rookie quarterback on the road versus, uh, you know, Peacow's done a pretty good job up there. Russell Wilson, even without him. I mean, we saw Geno take this team to playoff last year. I, I'm, what's there to say? Well, here's, what, here's the problem, though. The, the, uh, Young's not going to play probably now. And that's Dan. that's what it is. But who are they ruling in here? I'm Andy not, Dalton, baby. <laughs> uh, you know, the Red Rocket, am I really so – you know what? Dalton in, huh? I mean, again, I got – would I play this at a six and a half? Probably not. I'm happy with my number. That's for sure. 
I don't like you bring in a backup quarterback, it changes the whole entire aspect of things, especially with a veteran kind of guy. You know, because he can make a play and pull a rabbit out of a hat and yeah, that's, that's, it, as bad as Andy Dalton is, he's better than Bryce Young is right now. Um, yeah. And that's what makes me like, why did this go from five and a half to six and a half on this announcement today? Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Because I got the four and a half, and I like the four and a half a lot better with Young, but I still like the four and a half with Dalton. But I do not like six and a half with Dalton. Six and a half exactly. with Young, I probably would have liked. But Dalton knows how to play quarterback, and yes, the, the, and he's been in this situation. He's playing with house money right now. Was was he think he's afraid about being cut? I mean, the dude's been in the NFL yeah. for fifteen years. He's going to be richer than ninety nine point nine nine percent of our listeners out there, my friend. Uh, you know, he has nothing to worry about. Dude's set for life. He's probably going to have a job on NBC after this, right? Uh, the, the the injury report here has got Brian Burns here, a limited participant, but Shaq Thompson is now on IR. So that was like their best linebackers right there, and you get just. In Houston now, who's older than dirt? Uh, he participated in a lim- limited capacity, but you know Miles Sanders questionable a little bit on the offense. Uh, and don't forget about the injuries this, they sustained a little bit also, like J.C. Horn and the uh, that was a bad one here. Uh, their best uh, you know corner. So Back, yeah. so they're just it's it's a dangerous ugly game, and it all it would take is just Andy Dalton to have a pretty good game and Seattle to kind of let down a little bit and be like, okay, we're back at home. For some reason, yeah. we suck at home. You know, they've been sucking at home the last few years, Seattle. I don't know why. They've spent a weird uh, team that just doesn't do it at home. So it's six and a half, no. Um, uh, yeah. The line is gone. Move on. You don't have to take it, folks. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to pick the game. Don't got to take it. All right. Let's move on to the next one here. We have the Chicago Bears versus the Chiefs. And I'm a sad Bear fan, my friend, because uh, this organization – but. <laughs> I've been saying this shit for 30 years. McCaskey's like the town fool of, of Chicago. He has no idea what he's doing. If the dude wasn't born into money, he'd be a pauper. And uh, and, and he whatever decision he makes, the guy, the search firm he hires is a terrible search firm to make the hires. You know, it's a, it's a he's at the top making some decision that even though you can't track him to Ryan Pace or Ryan Poles or Eberflus or any of them, he was still the guy that hired the guy that hired him, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's like this organization is never going to get better because look at it. I mean, you have a defensive coordinator that just doesn't show up last week, and you've seen how bad this defense is, and you're like, how was this not seen in the preseason? You had these offensive line problems in the preseason, and they're just kind of going to the season like – with a blindfold on it, Justin Fields has his issues and he can't check down. He he can't he he doesn't have that one second adjustment to like know where the receiver is going to be because the NFL way different than his Ohio State team. You know the NFL uh, as the guy's cutting, you throw it you know five six yards and a quick down and out. He doesn't see that. He can't do that for some reason. He doesn't process like this guy doesn't look open, but he's about to be look open in one second just due to his cut and the other guy's not. You know, so he can't do that. And it's on film that he can't do that. Will he ever do that? I was hoping so, but after 27 starts, it's look the verdict's not looking good. But at the same time, he's blaming his coaches, and his coaches look incompetent too because everything from upstairs. But now this is an absolute dumpster fire again of a situation. And I wanted to bet the Bears this week because I thought Justin Fields could run all over this team and just shock everybody because that's what he does. And maybe he's going to do that. But that I, I can't bet the Chiefs here. I'm low on the Chiefs, and uh, as bad as the Bears are, you, you can have Justin Fields just have that one of those weird games where all of a sudden people are like, "Oh my God, my survivor's about to take a crap on the Bears like they did it with the Patriots last year." So I'm. This is an ugly ass game. A lot of variance. I'm staying away, my friend. He's what lost twelve in a row now. Yeah, twelve in a row. 
I um yeah, yeah you can't take the Bears. But again, whatever's going on off the field with the like whatever, maybe we're gonna find out what kind of heart this group has. Like it's been a bad run. Like I I'm with you. I'm not a Bears fan, but the hype on this crew coming into the season. What are we doing? Like I was like, give me Green Bay money line here, well, folks. What do you just just a field that lost ten in a row, nine in a row, and he was a favorite. You know, to, and he's a favorite over Tampa. They opened as a favorite in Tampa Bay. They were a favorite I, before. Kansas yeah. City has Kansas City hasn't really done much. Are you going to be shocked if Kansas City just actually comes in here and like whips these guys like thirty eight to, to ten? I wouldn't shock me if it was forty to nothing. It, it wouldn't shock me. It, w- it also wouldn't shock me if Fields runs for 250 yards somehow. It, 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 screw you, everybody else. And all of a sudden, yeah. the Bears special teams fumble yeah. or something. I, it's it's just a highly variant game, you know. I uh, I have nothing on this game. Good. I wouldn't. I, I, I won't either. And I'm I I'm just hoping for the Bears win just to crush some survivors out there that I'm competing against. That it. I'll be. That would Bears be, win, that, holy that, cow. That, that would be something. Uh, Cowboys, Cardinals. Cardinals plus 13, total 43. What do you have for this game? I got Dallas. And I know the yeah. line's gone up. It opened at 10, 10 and a half. I still like it. And they got the, I know they have the Patriots on deck, and it's scary with Dallas because we haven't really seen their offense. You know, They got a new coordinator. What, what are they going to do? The defense, we know the defense is going to be good. That was coming in, you know the defense yep. was going to carry this team. And Arizona, what is this squad? Like they they scored what sixteen points versus, versus Washington, and then last week they had a great first half, and then did they did they really just quit the second half and say oh oh wait we're supposed to lose games because we need to draft a quarterback? They got scared that- in the second half. They got scared of winning. What was I? Uh, you know, I'll, it's it's just Dallas or nothing for me here, and I can't even go say even take an under here because of Craig. What do you say, fellow? Thank you. We're trying, we're trying to. Find <laughs> for you. Craig chiming in. Sean, let's like, roll, baby. I uh. I got Dallas sidewise or total wise again. It's it could be like the uh, Jet game. Dallas could put up thirty something points here, and, and this gets over the total. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, one, t- Dallas, one, I mean. one team could go. So I I really was leaning hard on Dallas. I mean, I couldn't get there because and I it's double digit on the road. I get it. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, you know, I, I don't like doing stuff like that. I mean, but, if Dallas was one and one. Um, you know, I mean, the Fed happy with two and all that it was almost too easy for him, you know, in these two situations here, the Giants look like crap. The offense didn't even have to play and, uh, the, the offense just kicked a bunch of field goals. I'm glad I live bet Dallas last week and ten, the mass 10 and a half. And this is another live bet where you can probably do that too. But uh, Dallas fat, happy going on the road and Cardinals just blew it. Uh, wh- which Cardinals you can get the, the one that thought that they could win this game. I, I don't know. It, it, it's uh, weird. But also again, with Dallas is. What have we seen? I want to see a good offense of performance. I mean, you get turnovers, it kind of changes the way they're done. Like, I want to see Dak and the offense perform without getting four turnovers a game. I want to see them put up 28 points by themselves without all the help. Wow, Jesse just. you're going to have to do something eventually. Jesse Diggs just came out, Diggs injured in practice, and I just looked, tore his ACL, baby. This has happened while we're doing this, or did I miss it from like an hour ago? Wow. Um, Oh, that's that's not good. Uh, he's their best corner. Um, not that it's going to matter against this team, but this is definitely something to note for the future. Um, Trayvon Diggs, that's a nasty loss. That's terrible. I feel bad for Dallas there. Shouldn't move the line in this game though. Um, but that's that's a that's a year long thing. That'll catch up with them. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, that's tough. Yeah, thanks for breaking the news to us, Jesse. Uh, that's uh, shitty. Um, so what can what can you do? Uh, you know, Dallas has some guys there, and um, um, we'll, well, they, they might sign somebody as well. But I mean, that's too, yeah. But so yeah. that guy was kind of excited. I mean, he wasn't. He gets a lot of pub because he gets a lot of picks. He kind of jumps the ball, but I mean. I think as as he's rated, he's not like a top kind of tier guy. He gets the turnovers because he takes chances. Well, he, he gets burned because of them too, because they'll just throw <laughs> yeah, over the top yeah. of him. So he'll, he'll, he's good and bad out there. It's yeah. it's good, but you don't never want to lose a starter. But. Yeah, I want that good though in a big game. Um, yeah, I'm just it's just bad news. Um, oh well, I mean this is the NFL. We have to expect that, but it's not going to affect this game as we move on here. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Raiders, and the Raiders are minus two and a half. Minus 120 here. It, it, the total's at 43. Oh, man, I don't understand why the Raiders are favored here at minus two this and a half. It, it, I don't get is, it. It's a pick. I mean, it, it, you ever understand Pittsburgh had played against two great defenses and uh, they played, uh, you know, they didn't look great on offense or anything, but it, uh, Matt Canada's kind of just getting his feet wet here. With this team, uh, you still have guys like Najee Harris and Pickens, and I know they lost Deontay Johnson, but it's not like they're depraved of wide receivers here. You know, uh, I'll pull up their depth chart here for the people to see. Uh, Pittsburgh still has a lot of talent on this team. You know, uh, Allen Robinson used to be a good player. Uh, Calvin Austin steps in, obviously, because of the Deontay Johnson injury, but you know, there's a few guys. Miles Boykin has made a few plays in the past, and they're not that much of a passing team anyway. You still have Pat Fryermuth yeah. at, at the uh, and, and Darnell Washington at tight ends, yeah. so you can wear two, run two tight end sets. And Najee Harris and Jalen Warren should be able to take care of business here, in my opinion, against this team. Um, you know, looking at the Raiders, they never really had that great of a rush defense, and uh, you know they're they're number thirty one right now. In, in a rush defense, my friend, uh, <laughs> you know, so you have to assume that Najee Harris is going to control the clock and finally get some yards and they finally get to feast against this bad D. I am so close to making a Steelers play. I think it's an amazing teaser leg. Where are you at? Yeah, I, I, I didn't play this game. And my initial thoughts, like it's Pittsburgh, but like why, a plus, why again, plus two and a half. Is it because of how ugly and getting a couple defensive scores to get a win last week and, and the Raiders getting blown out. I, I, I thought the Raiders were an under win team for the season. Mm. So to see them favored here, I had this as a loss anyway, right. you know, um, <sighs> it's, yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. And what one, I don't like laying two and a half at home anyway. Like if you're not good enough to give three, I don't want any part of you. Well, number I, I'm, but I'm a Garoppolo guy. I do like Garoppolo, but, I, I, I like Garoppolo as a dog. I don't like him as a favorite. Um, that's just kind of always thought of him. Um, I know he's good as a dog. I think he's like 54%, 55%. Yeah, but I mean, come on. He was playing uh, Niners as a dog. Yeah, why not take the Niners as a dog? <laughs> a and the Patriots. And the Patriots, right? So that's true. <laughs> that's the team's 13-4 every year. Look, they're a dog. All right, I'll take them. Great point. Great point, Sean. Let's move on to the Monday <laughs> night games. Uh, Eagles at Tampa. Tampa plus five, total 46. Uh I'm guessing you're going with Tampa from some of the things you said. I got, but... I got a Tampa plus seven in my pocket already. Oh, from God. This line well, yeah, came forget out. about that. This, what have we seen? Again, Tampa, I have a 10 to 1 South ticket on Tampa Bay. The defense is solid, it's a decent unit. It's not terrible. The hate for Baker, he's still got guys around him to make plays, folks. What mm. are we doing here? 2 and 0. Oh, and Philly, you lose your coordinators. And I still thought Philly was probably the best team. Uh, in the uh, 
NFC coming into the, to September. I'm like, you know what? Coming into the season, I'm like, Purdy hasn't thrown. What's he going to be? I don't know if he's going to be 100%. And as a Cowboy fan, I, I'll just expect whatever I get, I'll be happy with. So far, so good. I'm, but I figured Philly, a lot of talent. You lose your coordinators. I mean, it shows. You got a couple injuries, a couple guys leave. You barely hung on. You, I thought I... I had Philly's opening day at four and a half, and I'm like, oh, look at this. The route is on. It was like 14 nothing earlier or whatever. I'm like, this is a blowout. Patriots are going to fold up shop. It's going to be 40 to 24. No, 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 no. They struggled there. They struggled against Minnesota. I mean, Hurts had two big plays. Granted, two big plays. That's all it takes of time to get. To, I mean, Steelers won off of big play turnovers. I'm not sold on the Eagles right now, and, and especially not going on the road as a uh, six, six and a half, seven point favor. Now it's. Uh, what, five now? Four and a half, five? It's five. I'd, I'd still take Tampa Bay here. I'd still take Tampa Bay. All right. I'll take the Eagles, but I'm not betting them yet. Um, I took them in the money line parlay with Seattle when Seattle's number was way better, so I got plus money on that parlay. Um, I think that – here's my issues. I don't know if uh, James Bradbury or Reed Blankenship is going to play. Um, they're still questionable, and I'm worried about that. But this is a situation where the Eagles know they look bad. They have extra rest in this situation. The coach made said all the right things. He said, you know, we, we're, we're lucky to be 2-0, uh, and we're probably in a good position to fix our stuff because it's a lot harder to, you know, go to practice and yeah. think about it when you're 0-2. Um, they still have some great talent. I'm, I'm not – I'm hoping Gainwell plays because I think he's better than Swift. But there is certain – there is definitely problems with this team. And, uh, you know, you had uh, – uh, A.J. Brown complaining he's not getting the targets. Devontae Smith got some of his targets and stuff like that. Quez Watkins is a little bit uh, banged up. But I almost feel like Tampa's win against the Bears was so was a little fraudulent. They're only up three. The Bears got the ball back. Of course, it was only their three, five-yard line or something, three or five. And then then that pick six happened, so the, yep. the score wasn't complete, a depiction of that. But, you know, Baker Mayfield, I, I like betting against teams that had easy wins against terrible teams. So that's just my angle. I didn't get to the, the window on it, and I don't even think my number matches up yet. I think I'm at six and a half, though. It's not, like, way off. But um, well, it makes sense. I mean, like, Tampa, they were lucky to win in, against Minnesota. They were out yarded, outplayed in that game. But turnovers, mm-hmm. you're going to make turnovers. You're going to be in games. For sure. Yeah, it, it, I think I think Philly is a fade team in general this year. It's just that this week with Tampa two and zero, it's uh, it's got the same feel as that Washington game too uh, coming up this week. Yeah. Almost, it's like a little same feel, except obviously Washington's the dog, which you'd rather have points than than give them. But you know, Washington's two and zero too. Uh, no, it's going to be really interesting. Um, I'm excited for the game. It's uh, We're going to learn a little bit more about both these teams. Yeah. But I'll, I'll lean to the Eagles. But we have one final game. We're already past an hour, uh, obviously. And we're going to move on to the Rams versus the Bengals. But this is hard to talk about because you're at like 44 of a total. You're now at Bengals about flat minus three here. And this is just all if Joe Burrow plays or not. Now, Sean... I took yep. – when this went down to one and a half and no conversation, it went down from, what, six to one and a half? Six and a seven. half. I got seven. I got seven and okay. a half. Okay, seven and a half to one and a half. A six-point move on a question? What does that mean? It moves six points when he's out? I mean, what? The, there's no player worth 12 points. What the heck are you talking about here? I took the Bengals at minus one and a half, but I took it knowing that I'm going to have options. Now, 
Uh, Burrow plays. This thing goes back to four, four and a half. They're going to yep. say he's still kind of banged up. He's injured. Um, I can easily take two sides on this and, and then just whatever, whatever. I don't care. I'll, I'll, three happens, yep. that'd be great. Four happens, that'd be great. You know, I'll, I'll probably do something like that. Maybe even a little bit for less. I don't know. It's just I, I like the Bengals game three. They always lose their first two games. They seem to figure it out. The Rams, uh, man, they uh, getting a lot of weird pub for that uh, field goal. But what else was he supposed to do at that point is what I'm saying. He's supposed to freaking injure your guys running it or show your team they wanted to get defeated by Deacon. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. The, the whole the whole uh, bad beat refund crew's out. The fix, it's Ray Crew comes out. All, all the people who just found gambling the last uh, – 18 months come out woodwork. Never don't realize that a coach is going to put points on the board because the team they're playing has destroyed them for the last couple of years. Yeah. So he just wants to get anything on the board to be like, screw you, San Fran fans. <laughs> Not really. I mean, let's be honest. He, they have mauled him. Yeah. Yeah. They have. Uh, they have always done that. And I, I, it's just like, you want to show your team, even a field goal gives them a little momentum. Like, okay, we got some points. You run into the next week. It's like taking a knee does not do that, and it doesn't help no. anybody. It shows you're just accepting defeat. So yeah. so I, I I got into plenty of Twitter fights over this. They're like, oh, it shouldn't have happened. Well, he screwed up by not doing it with 20 seconds left. We know that. But at, at but at that point, at three seconds left, we why would you take a knee? It, why not give your field goal kicker some practice? I it yeah. makes no sense why you wouldn't do that. And if you want to talk about the bad beat, it's more than when Matt Stafford was up was down by seven driving the ball, and then he throws the pick and they go up by another three. That was that was more of a worse part of the game for Rams betters. So people forgot about that. But we're talking about this game. Yes, the the Bengals look like absolute crap, but the and the Rams looked very good in the first half of that Steelers game or, or that Niners game, and they looked really good against the Seahawks, which was uh, actually a revenge game from last year, in my opinion. I thought the yeah. the refs got the best of them last year, but uh, uh, I think the Rams come down to earth a little bit, uh, traveling all the way to Cincinnati, West Coast to East Coast, but it is a late game, so it doesn't affect it as much. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, though it's. The line tells you he's out, right? Yeah, from, I guess. I guess yeah, I, I would say. And I even think if so. you, let me tell you something, I, if I'm borrowed, do, do you really want to come in here and play? Well, if he's still. I mean, he, he's getting like treatment on the sideline during the game. You're going to play today and then come back and play next week on a short week versus like Baltimore or whoever they play next week. I don't know. I don't know who they play next week. Just, I don't know. I, I it's almost like you should if you're gonna sit this game, sit four. They got the Titans. They're at they're at the Titans next week. Okay. Like well here's the thing. They, he's they're, banged they're, up they're questionable on on a short week. What are you what are you doing here? Ruin it, your whole season? It's a long week. It's they get eight games. They're eight days. But um it would be a short week the next week, is what you're trying to yeah, say. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, so yeah. so well here's the thing. Um what, what's his mindset? They're zero and two. They can they afford to lose another one? I I don't know if Woodrow can do anything, but the truth is, it'd be more of a wild card if Woodrow did play or whatever the backup's name is. Like Space's name. Uh, Jesse says he wants to bet the Rams, so he hopes Burrow does play. Um, uh, I uh, Randy Pass comes in and says Burrow jumping around is a loser. I, I don't I think Jake isn't uh, Browning the backup here. Um, is it? I don't even know. Yeah, Jake Browning. Yeah, yeah, it's Jake. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Randy brings up Super Bowl loser about the Eagles having a bad year is true, and that is a bad year. But this is also another Super Bowl loser that played the Rams and lost the Super Bowl about two years ago. So if you want to add another angle to this game, we have that one, baby. Um, 
uh, it's just, there's so much to this. I'm happy with my one and a half, and uh, let's just say Burrow's out. I can tease my way out of it to the Thursday game or the next game. So I might do that too. Let's just say, uh, you know, Burrow, Burrow's out, and uh, you know I can figure out ways to to figure it out if I need to. I think Burrow plays personally, I, and I don't know if it's a good idea though, Sean. Like you said, maybe it's not a good idea, but I think he That's- does play. And like, as I'm, I'm a guy who looks at like the next week. So they're a one, they're a one and a half point fave at Tennessee, and I'm thinking, if he's playing, that line should probably be like a, th- you know, probably up a three. They won't, it won't be one and a half against Tennessee. Right. It'll, it'll definitely go up. Like if you like, if you think Burrow's okay and just gonna be banged up and play hurt, uh, take the short number. You're gonna, you're gonna get the good number right now, one and a half, as opposed to when it goes up and after Monday night, say they come in and have a big win. Well, you know what? What wasn't hurt was Sean Higgs's record from last year in the NFL on the top of all of these leaderboards, Sean, and that was absolutely fantastic, my man. We are done Thanks. with this slate of games, but you know, very proud of what you accomplished over there. And well, why don't you tell our listeners and viewers where they can get your great information? Yeah, well, uh, Twitter, Mr. Sean Higgs, give me a follow there. I do a uh, live show seven days a week, twelve noon. Noon Easter time, midday money. And on Sunday nights, I do a show, look at lines, and I run down all the games. It's halftime, usually like a minute in. So if you go to win free picks, there's, you know, notification about whatever. And I go through all the games, and I basically say who I'm taking for the week, who I maybe already bet because I don't wait till Sunday to, to bet games. So here you go. Um, I, 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 sometimes you get a good number, sometimes it hurts you, but listen, it's a good show. Uh, people, especially, you know, comment wise, I, my shows are all commentary. I, I do an hour, sometimes longer day by myself, and I'm just running through comments the whole time, all types of stuff. So, all right. Well, that's, that's it. You can find me there. Find him <laughs> I'm everywhere. There. I and you can follow him on Twitter. He's always retweeting that. Mr. Sean Higgs, at Mr. Sean Higgs. Make sure you check it out. Huge thanks to you, Sean. Huge thanks to everyone in the chat. Jesse, Craig, Randy, everyone that chimed in. Really appreciate it, Sean. Man, good luck this weekend, my friend. We will be texting. Really appreciate all you do. Thanks, bud. This segment was brought to you by AG1. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash oddsbreakers or click on our podcast episode description. Now it's time for our Refuse to Lose teaser that is 2-0 for the season. We are going, as I said before, with the Jets up to plus 8. This total is way too low. The weather conditions are way too good for this situation. Uh, Quarterbacks are not as needed when the wind's howling. Uh, Sometimes throwing the ball hurts a little little too much, too. Uh, Jets have a wonderful defense. I like their side. And I'm taking the Ravens on the other side. They're at home. They're against the Colts. Uh, Gardner Minshew's playing, but the Colts are also... You know, a, a very young team, and uh, Minshew kind of just jumping ship from team to team isn't, uh, you know, always the most ideal situation. Uh, this is not the greatest spot, and that's why I'm not taking the minus eight, but I do think that the Baltimore Ravens get the win here. Uh, Colts also have some serious injury woes with uh, Ryan Kelly. Their center is questionable with a concussion. Their uh, defensive tackle, Grover Stewart, is questionable. Their guard, Quentin Nelson, their best player on their offensive line, is questionable, along with, obviously, Anthony Richardson. So we'll do that for three stars. 
You're ridiculously good looking. Now it is time for the sharp side of the force. The sharp side of the force is brought to you by Betfred Sports. For a $250 bonus, please visit the oddsbreakers slash Betfred Sports terms, conditions, and location apply. All right, as of Thursday, 2.30 p.m. Pacific, sharp money on the Falcons, plus 5 to plus 3 at the Lions. 43% of the tickets and that's 65% of the money. Sharp money on the Raiders, plus 1.5 to minus 2.5. 47% of the tickets and 65% of the money. Sharp money on the Buccaneers, plus 7 to plus 4.5. 50% of the tickets, 70% of the money. Sharp totals, Bills versus Commanders, under 44.5 to 43. 32% of the tickets and 63% of the money. Sharp money on the Titans versus Browns, under 41.5 to 40, uh, 39.5. 73% tickets and 99% of the money. Sharp money in the Broncos versus Dolphins under, sorry, over. This is your few over that we're going to get this week. 44.5 to 47, uh, 68% of the tickets and 89% of the money. Sharp money in the Eagles versus Buccaneers under 47 to 46. 39% of the tickets and 75% of the money. Sharp money in the Rams versus Bengals under 47 to 43.5. Obviously, the Burrow situation, 33% of the tickets, 91% of the money. My friends, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The re- quick recap on my plays, we are definitely taking the Packers at minus. Actually, we're going to do them on the money line at minus 125. So call it a pick them at minus 125 for three stars. And the Tennessee Titans plus three and a half at 2.5. Five stars. If you have any questions for this show or this podcast or a Monday mailbag, feel free to tweet us at the Oddsbreakers. Email us at info at the Oddsbreakers.com. Enjoy the huge weekend of games and go get some winners. <laughs>